0: An opening line should invite the reader to begin the story. It should say, Listen, come in here. You want to know about this. Stephen King.
1: You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hole. And I'm Lieses. And this is our second series, Final Draft. It's our time that we're going to be talking about everything that you need to know and do after you've finished your manuscript.
0: Yes. And a lot of people think you write the end on your Microsoft Word document and then people should be throwing money at you. But that's not really how it works.
1: Oh, wouldn't that be so nice? Yes.
0: I think it would motivate a lot more people to finish their books. That's for sure. (laughs) So... The first things we're going to cover in this series will be editing and self-editing different portions of it and being edited by somebody else and then how to make sure your book is a success before you even launch.
1: So let's go ahead and get started right away with what we're talking about today. We're going to be talking about self-editing and focusing on that chapter one, the hardest part
0: of your book. And if you have been following our blog online, we had a post in July about writing the opening line. We're going to cover some of that during this episode as well. But if you want to go in more depth of different kinds of opening lines, look at some suggestions of what works and what doesn't, check out the blog post. So one of the things that people are looking for when they pick up the book is something that will draw them in and they can sit down in a chair with a cup of tea and just enjoy the book. So it helps to look at your opening line as branding and as a marketing technique almost as much as it is part of the story. Yes, it should tell a little bit about the story and should invite the reader in like we had in the opening of the episode. One of the things to consider is to begin with dialogue. That's a great way to start and throw the readers right into the middle of the action. So one of the books I wrote recently started with the line, I said kneel from the bad guy that automatically sets the scene that automatically sets the tone for the entire book and it gets you to read the next line another popular way to go about it
1: is offering a paradox the one that really comes to mind is the charles dickens tale of two cities where he says it was the best of times it was the worst of times yes and that that often
0: is a huh well that's an interesting way to look at it let me read more And in this case, he was offering an opinion and getting his readers to engage and respond to having one opinion or the other.
1: It helps bring up that question and that intrigue that makes them go, well, why was it both? How is it both?
0: And that segues into our next one, uh,
1: something that begs the question, something that makes the reader go, whoa, wait, wait, huh? One of my favorites is this. I'm a huge Disney fan. The perfect example comes from Rapunzel, where Eugene starts and he's like, this is the story of how I died. And it's super dramatic. And you're like, wait, it's you're not Rapunzel, obviously, because you're a dude. Mm-hmm. But and then he k- keeps going I'm like, oh, no, no, it's actually a really great story. And it's a nice story. And so it's, just, it's like a fun beginning. But it's something that kind of gets you going, well, well, then how do you die? Mm-hmm. How do, what? It's a surprise but not in a
0: turn-off kind of way. So after you have your opening line, there are a lot of things that the readers are looking for. They're looking for a good main character. I think it was Ted Dekker that said a series of events involving worthy characters. That's what a story is. You want the characters to be interesting. So one of the books that I have read that I got really frustrated with and ended up throwing across the room was because the main character was a jerk and an idiot. And so I didn't like him and I didn't want him to succeed. And that, for me, didn't sell the book. But introducing your worthy character should happen in the opening scene.
1: I would also argue that when you're introducing that main character, give us a reason why we should care about them. Mm -hmm. So give us something that's relatable, something that maybe creates a little bit of empathy or sympathy within your readers, something that they can connect to or something funny that they're like, oh, hey, that's awesome. I like that character already. You know, make them interesting right away. Don't wait to give them their purpose.
0: And I think a lot of what the opening line and therefore the opening paragraph and therefore the opening chapter does is it sets the expectation for the rest of the book if it's about two kids playing in a playground then we don't expect there to be like a serial killer somewhere it would be a very different kind of book if it was
1: unless those two children get murdered in yes that first in chapter. that first scene
0: they should <laughs> But I don't want to know about the kids, aunts, dogs, vets history before get to the murder, get to the good part. Often, I think that's where a lot of chapter ones fail is they say, oh, well, the reader has to know all of this stuff before we get to the good part.
1: So exposition kills books. It absolutely kills books. It slows the pace. It slows the story. And it's just not entertaining. So what you think they might need to know before you get into the book, reevaluate it. Have someone else start from a different part of the book and see if they understand it. I'm going to bring in another pop culture reference with this. Okay. Captain Marvel. Mhm. It's an okay movie. I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for that one. The first 20 minutes of that entire movie was exposition and Didn't I was in the movie. so bored. And it was all stuff that got explained later. Mm -hmm. It was not a necessary first 20 minutes. And so where I constantly go back to that should have started at the fight on the dusty planet on the bridge, like jump us right into the action, get us right into the story, and then explain all the other stuff later because we can get to that at another time where you've already caught the reader's attention and brought them in. So the best advice I can give you for
0: addressing the opening part of your book is to delete stuff. It's, it's painful, but it has to be done to make it fantastic. Delete the first paragraph. Does it change how the story gets played? Yes, then leave it. If it doesn't change the story, delete the first page. Then maybe delete the first chapter.
1: How does the story play if you start from chapter two? I had to learn this lesson personally. I had my work in progress. I had a very, very slow first chapter. It was setting the stage for the character and setting the stage for what's going on. And I had some of my writing group actually read it. And they're like, well, what's the point of this character? Does she matter in the end? I'm like, well, no, I don't think she ever comes back in the story. And they're like, okay, well, why is she necessary? Just take her out. And I'm like, oh, well, that makes a whole lot of sense. And so I went from having like the first fight scene of the book be in like chapter two or three to being like paragraph two or three and just really brought in the action right away. I didn't need all of the other stuff. I basically chopped off an entire two chapters of the first part of my book. And now the book hauls. Yes. It just goes. just goes right into it. So
0: if you're looking at your story and you're going, okay, the inciting action happens in chapter five. Consider cutting the first four chapters. The more you cut out and the sooner you bring that action in, the better it'll be. I would say the exception to this is a movie that just came out this summer called Yesterday, where the inciting action doesn't happen till 15-20 minutes into the movie, but it worked because they had to establish reality before changing reality. And it was still interesting enough that there was another problem that needed to be solved. And it wasn't the one that ended up being the actual inciting action. But it was a fascinating way to tell a beginning of a story.
1: I know we talked a little bit about what kinds of first lines we wanted. But why do you go back and rework on that first line? Well, especially
0: for pantsers, you don't know what the book is about until you've written the end. You're discovering the story along the way. And if your opening line doesn't tell about your story, then it needs to go. Something else needs to be in its place. And so even as a plotter, I need to understand what the main themes are of the story going into it. If you're waiting to write your book until you come up with a perfect opening line, you will never write your book. Whatever it is should change by the end anyway. So some things you should ask yourself as you're looking over and editing your chapter one. Is it relevant Is it necessary to tell the story that you want to have told? And is it now? Because more often than not, I get bored by chapter one when they aren't talking about the beginning of the story. They're talking about what happened prior to the beginning of the story. So is it relevant? Is it necessary? Is it now?
1: And if the answer to any of those questions is no, cut it out. Delete, 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 delete. That's really what self-editing is going to be all about, especially if The first time time around is just get rid of the fluff, cut out what's unnecessary, which we will get to a little bit more on our next episode, where I will be talking a little bit more about proofing and continuity and things that you need to be looking at as you're reviewing and editing the rest of your book. But until then, write selfishly.